Hey guys, welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. We're back and the podcast has been running successively and consecutively and, and successfully and successfully. A lot of fullies and illies uh, to describe the podcast at the moment. We're very, very happy. You guys have been sending in so many beautiful comments, stories, feedback, and we've been loving it. And we're so motivated to keep on doing the podcast. And that brings us to what I would say is the last stop in this We Are Married series. The final stop because we thought that would be last episode, but we kept telling stories. But there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's just so many stories to tell. So initially, uh, we were going to do the engagement, then the planning, then the actual wedding. And it was going to end there. Yeah. But when we were talking about the wedding, the actual church weddings, which was Jan 10 and 25, ended up becoming a podcast on its own. Yeah. So we decided, okay, let's reserve the reception and everything else after that for a separate podcast, which is the episode you are about to watch right now. Or listen to. Or listen to. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever. Yeah, so maybe just before we get into the meat of the podcast, people have been listening fairly equally. Some on Spotify because it's so convenient yeah. on their commute. Others, when they're on their desk, they actually like the vibe of seeing us on YouTube. Yeah, so we actually got tagged in some Insta stories about... This girl who <laughs> videotaped her mom watching the podcast while working. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. So she was working on a computer and her papers and then the podcast was on her phone running on her desk. And that was super duper cute. Shout out to whoever posted that. Um, but anyway, here we are. Part four of the We Are Married series. We are about to talk about the reception. Oh, and by the way, I cut my hair. Finally. If you guys have not noticed, for those watching on YouTube... So, yeah, uh, I'm going to be back taping for Love of My Life very, very soon. They asked me to cut my hair because continuity, ugh. Actually, I think we should talk about that because a lot of people were commenting on your hair from oh, the wedding. Yeah. Actually, and that's a pretty good segue. You know, they were commenting. They were like, Bakit ang haba ng hair niya? Bakit ganun yung itsura ng buhok niya? Bakit hindi man lang siya nagpagupit para sa kasal nila? Bakit hindi siya nag-ayos? Ang dami, 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 dami. But what is the reason? What is our answer to that? Actually, I did. Okay, just to clear things out, I did ask Mikael if he could cut his hair before the wedding. Because my reasoning was that you're going to cut your hair anyways when you need to do your show. Like now. Like now. So why not do it for the wedding? And his answer was, I just want to see how long it can grow before I actually have to cut it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> and uh, just recently, uh, I was talking to Bones about this. And I said, why do I want to look exactly the same in such a memorable photo? Because, you know, this clean cut, more, op more often than not, people look their best versions in their wedding. But those yeah. best versions are usually the versions that they are for the rest of their lives yeah. or for most of their lives. So is Or even for you, Fofo, for like work. You right, look right, your for best work. for I work. I have to look my best for work all the time. So I was like, you know what? This is such a crazy look, a crazy hairdo. I have my mustache and my beard. It's so not me. 
how crazy would it be if down the line in the future our kids see this, our nieces and nephews see this, and they're like, oh my God, Tito Fofo. Tito bakit, Fofo. <laughs> bakit ganyan yung itsura mo? We don't recognize you. <laughs> and there's so many stories that can be born out of that. So many laughs, uh, cuentos, uh, hear it, teasing, insults, whatever they may and be. And daming masasabi dahil And daming masasabi. I mean, <laughs> And the opposite side of that is if we all, if we both looked our best selves and I had my nice clean cut, shaved, um, younger looking self, wala lang. Because that's what they see on teleseries. That's what they see in posters. That's what they see in 90% of my Instagram yeah. photos. So I'm like, parang corny. So I, re- I, I realized that I wanted that adventure. I wanted that craziness. And... I think that's why I was okay with how my hair turned out. Yeah, and at first I was like, I was kind of like bad trip because you don't want to cut your hair. But then I was like, you know what? Whatever. It doesn't matter. The important thing is we're getting married. So were you I super g- bad trip? Not bad. Not super bad trip. I was just like, oh, like like but an all get, kind of bad. But you trip. got my point, right? I did. I did, and I understood where you were coming from. So I didn't want to look at the physicality of it. Eventually, that's where, like, that was my mindset. Na. Parang, oh, nga naman. Like, why should I care about how Fofo looks during this one time when he's gonna look poggy the rest of our lives? Poggy, poggy ni Fofo. Okay. And then, and then, and then, here's the thing. So, I was my adventurous, grungy self during the wedding. Bones was her usual cleaned up self. She cleaned up very nicely as she does. Mm-hmm. But I knew it and I could expect that there was going to be a Bones faux pas for sure. There was going to be a Bones mistake, a funny story somewhere in the wedding. And true enough, it happened. Anong ginawa mo? Kinain mo yung bulaklak natin. <laughs> okay, I was like, may bago? May bago ba akong hindi alam? <laughs> so, and then I caught it. I caught it on, uh, I saw it on a video and I posted it on Instagram if you guys saw that. And it's just nice because these are nice stories that you can tell. You don't look at a photo that's picture perfect. Yeah. What do people say about that? Ang ganda mo doon. Ay, ang guapo mo doon. Ay, ang ganda ng picture. But what was the story behind it? Wala because na, there's always na. a story. Tapos na yun. Wala na silang masasabi. At least may kwento yung sa atin. Diba? Sa atin may kwento. Nakakatawa. Ang daming emotions. <laughs> ang daming reactions. Minsan violent. Minsan hindi. Okay? <laughs> but yeah, so basically that's the whole backstory behind Fofo's hair. So it didn't really matter to us. Just if people are wondering if... I became a bridezilla because of it. I didn't. I was bride chilla about it. So, enough of it. Okay, name bohok mo. Pogi kan pogi na ulit, Fofo. <laughs> Not that you weren't pogi before, but I like this one. Yeah. And FYI, Soba is raising her hand. She's so not She's so dead. Not dead. Like she's so dead. Like dead to the world. Yeah. Pwede naman yun ko naman. Gets na nila yun. Anyway, uh, moving on. So the wedding ended, right? And we got to our reception. And our reception was in El Caballo Stables, which um, it has been used for wedding receptions yeah. and wedding ceremonies in the past, just not very often. So even on the internet, maybe we saw like two or three weddings. We saw two weddings, lang, plus Tita Jen's wedding also. Yeah, plus a friend's wedding. And the thing is, along with our stylist, there was a vision 
that was conceived. There was a vision that was conceived when we saw the place. And we were like, yeah, I think this is going to work. Yeah, and the one thing that I said was, I really want like, yung parang hanging lights. Because it feels very homey. It felt like parang Tita Jen's backyard because she had like the hanging lights. Let's be honest. Bones saw that bag of, you know, the lights um, hanging from each tree branch, from tree to tree, crisscrossing above yeah. you. She saw, she saw that on Pinterest. Yeah, I did. And it was just nice to see. And that I was did. the peg. So I think we should talk about paano natin nabuo yung peg ng look na gusto natin. Well, for one... And that was a lot of you. Yeah, because you were like, okay, just decide. I don't really care for <laughs> the design anyway, as long as it's... We could have a table there and just have everyone and I'll be happy. Yeah, Fofo is pretty simple that way. But chepre, I wanted it to look pretty. So I think the first thing that comes to mind when people think about like a reception or a wedding is the colors. I think they always think about that. And there's always like a color palette that you want to follow, I guess, for like the flowers or like the decorations or even your guests' outfits. And I was really set on having earth tones like like a terracotta, you know, clay. Yeah. Clay yeah. colors, um, very like peachy or a deep brownish red so brown basically yeah <laughs> template and this was i guess the first aspect of the wedding where bones got really excited mm -mm. and i told her you know go crazy go on pinterest go talk to our stylist and you know have fun just enjoy the process i guess yeah. and she did so she eventually settled on her color palette i think another option that you were looking at was maybe pastel colors i think that was an option maybe um, maybe like a pastel blue that was, I was looking at that also. Yeah, but either way, she, uh, we eventually, um, ended up with earth tones, earth tones. And for the theme, is there a particular, did we have a particular theme? Um, I don't know if like there's a certain way to call it, but they were like, it's medyo bohemian. Yun dating niya. Kasi yeah. And we didn't want a lot of flowers. Yeah. So then, cause I don't really... I, I told Mikael when we first started dating, Sabiko, you don't need to get me flowers because I'm going to see them for a couple of days and then they're going to be gone. That's so true. I told Gideon, our stylist, um, you don't need to put a lot of flowers because one, they're super expensive. And two, it's just the same way of thinking after a couple of days, it's just going to like wilt. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, if you guys don't know yet, Flowers are freaking expensive. I just said that. Sorry. <laughs> but just, emphasis on the really freaking expensive. I just wanted to emphasize. Grabe. Yeah, they're Grabe. really pricey. Like, they can literally double the price of your whole wedding. Yeah. Not just the styling budget. If you get really nice flowers in a lot of them, they can double the price of the whole wedding. Yeah. So. And you can't eat them. Not like the yeah. food. Unless your bones. Eh, lol. <laughs> she eats flowers. But anyway, back to the point. Um, so yeah, we wanted it a bit simple. We didn't want it too opulent. And opulent was really the word because judging from some of the weddings and other uh, Events, occasion, yeah. o special occasions that we saw on Instagram, very opulent yung... Grand, yeah. Opulent and grand yung themes na nakikita namin online. Especially for like first birthdays, debut... And for us, we just wanted something very nice and homey. Yeah. Something where a place where we could move around a lot and enjoy. And that is where we conceived our dance floor. Yeah. So another 
thing that I told them was that I wanted lounge areas because coming magbabarkada, we love hanging out at each other's houses. We love just, you know, sitting on like on the couch tapos nagkukwentuhan lang kami or we'll have like some cookies and coffee. Like that's just us. Simple lang. So sabi ko, I noticed that when I would go to weddings before, parang parang you just have to like go walk back to your seat. Eh, medyo, kung medyo malayo upuan mo, parang hassle maglakad. Yeah, so when dinner ends and you party and you're on the dance floor, the only time you can rest is you have to go back to your seat. Yeah. Or if you're gonna go get food, you have to go all the way back to your seat. So what the stylist came up with was a dance floor and then he surrounded the dance floor with couches. Yes. And just places where people can sit, lie down, sleep. It was all around. Like we had like long couches all around it and then one side there were like parang benches na yeah. I don't know Ottoman I think that's yeah, what you call yeah. it and it was just so much fun because everybody would dance and then if you got tired you could just sit down beside the dance floor and watch everybody and have fun so that's one aspect that I really enjoyed from the styling. Yeah, and if you noticed, we got this from experience because we had been to several weddings of friends already mm-hmm. and what we experienced was there was no place to really lounge around. So we used that experience and shared that with our stylist and eventually we came up with a solution. So we were just very open with what we wanted and we tried to think back in our memories for what happened to us in past weddings. Oh, here's another thing. So when I would go to events before, I would notice that, especially if it's a, a styled event, when you sit down, sometimes you can't see the person in front of you because whatever's there is just too big. The, oh, the ornaments. The ornaments in on the, the middle. Table. Yeah. So I said, please do not make it high. Like I just want something simple, something low, Basta magkakakitaan yung mga guests namin. Yeah, minsan puro dahon lang ng inyong nakikita mo. Oh, oh, it's puro like dahon. a wall of leaves. Or there's like a vase with like big flowers. And, and then you then can't see the person across you. You're just like, hi, I'm in front of you, but I'm not going to talk to you because it's my effort. So I was like, kailangan hindi sila mag-effort mag-usap. So what I liked that what Gideon did is that he put the tables na parang they were kind of like swerving swerving like by the trees or like I don't know I, I found it really cute you're gonna have to put some photos on this edit oh yeah I probably will maybe okay. for the YouTube I will extra work for bones but anyway so these were some of the mandatories that we had and we'd like to share some of the other things the non-negotiables that we had for the reception so we wanted it chill we wanted it relaxed we didn't want it opulent we wanted a dance floor but we wanted areas where people could lounge now, another thing that was mandatory for the reception was? We didn't want a photo booth. Oh. Well, I didn't want a photo booth. Oh, all right, yeah. Because I was like, well, we're already in some place that's already beautiful. We're in El Caballo. You're going to have it styled. Sayang naman yung styling, di ba? Kung hindi magagamit. So, they were able to create a bunch of spots that people could just take pictures in. And yeah. it became so unique. Oh yeah, that's their wedding. Ako naman yung opinion ko sa photo booth is that since andam dami ng photo booths, any kind of event, kahit Christmas party, birthday party, office party, lahat may photo booth. But the problem is the way you pose in a photo booth, 
it's pretty much the same every single time. Yeah. You're gonna have one where you look weird, you have one where you smile, <laughs> another nawaki. And yeah. the other one with all the same ano, uh, props that you can use. So I was like, you know what? Must cute siguro if you just ask people to start taking selfies. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't even have like a, a specific just give photographer everyone, to take just pictures Just everyone for give, that. Free, give them freedom to take whatever they want. And I think it's going to come out nicely. And we've collected some of the photos from our friends and family. And yeah, it came out very personal. Really, really Magulo, pretty. shaky video. <laughs> pero ang ganda tingnan eh. Kasi kakaiba eh. Ganda, ganda. Alright, moving on to the next... Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Of course, coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Okay. Like I said, I think I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes. There would have been no wedding if there was no coffee. Yeah. That was like the number one thing on our list. We're like, we need a coffee cart. There has to be coffee somewhere there. We wanted a coffee bar and we wanted a very specific kind of coffee or specific quality of coffee. Which was only going to be provided by our friends in chapter. Yeah, it had to be specialty coffee. Call us snobs if you must, but we wanted good coffee. And we wanted to make sure it was served at our wedding. Yeah, so the story behind that is um, the owner of Chapter Coffee in Maginhawa, he became our friends maybe like four or five years ago. Wow, probably six. Yeah. Oh, wait. It was with that... Seven. It was with that group of people, baristas, owners, and customers that we grew to learn about coffee and eventually love coffee. So that group was actually invited to our wedding and uh, uh, they also brought their coffee bar mm-hmm. with them and made coffee for everyone. And it was just so nice because it's coffee that we were used to. Yeah. They knew what we liked. They knew how we wanted it served. And at the end of the day, they were able to have fun and enjoy the reception yeah. as well. So it was just so, so nice. That coffee bar was not just a symbol of good coffee, but it was a symbol of our growth in terms of our friendships that we yeah. made. Um, us as a couple, since yeah. we grew we grew up loving coffee or we grew to love coffee. So I, when I think about it, there's a lot of symbolism in that coffee bar. And I know that the baristas... Who were in that wedding, they listened to the podcast. They yeah. listened to this episode. So shout out to Earl, Don, Don Patrick. Janica, Patrick, because they were amazing. Thanks, and guys. You guys were awesome. grown up together loving coffee. Oh, it was so it was so awesome that we got to have that, honestly. Because the guests loved it and we loved it. And it made everyone happy during the cocktails right before the reception. So with that, moving on, another aspect of the reception that I'm personally proud of is the portalettes. Yeah. Because imagine this. Uh, El Caballos Tables is literally just a field with five big trees in it. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. There are no facilities. There was one house, a dilap- major dilapidated building, na malayu dun sa reception. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want people to have to walk there. And at the same time, uh, the upkeep of the bathrooms there weren't very good. Here's the thing though. In taping, we're always shooting in remote areas and we have portalets that are set up. My aircon sa loob. Yeah. And there are always people cleaning every time someone uses it. And as soon as you step out of the portalet, someone sprays your hand for, with alcohol. Yeah. They offer to spray your they hand They have with a routine alcohol. already. And it's such an amazing experience. 
for those who use it for the very first mm-hmm. time. So I asked one of our suppliers at taping, or Bones asked one of our suppliers at taping, if they could provide five portalettes for everyone. And uh, like I imagined, everybody came away absolutely impressed. So a lot of the teachers were very scared about the portalette situation. Okay. Like, oh my God, I need to go to the banyo. They were okay, afraid okay. of like squatting. So they, were, they were dreading the experience. And as soon as they opened the portalette, it's really small. It's like two meters by two meters long. As soon as they open it, they feel the air going. <laughs> and then there are curtains inside. The walls are not just tarpaulin. There are curtains yeah. lined up. On top of the tarpaulin, it looks nice. It's well lit. There's a faucet. There's soap. There's toiletries. And they're like, wow. Ang ganda. And then after they do their thing, they come out and someone comes up, comes up to them and says, Ma'am, sir, alcohol po. And then they spray their hands. And then it's just such an amazing feeling. Because you don't get that if you have like a normal portalette. Yeah, like if you uh, go to a concert, ang ganda pa ng portalette nila, di ba? Pero you don't get that kind of a service. And imagine coming into it, dreading it, and coming out of it like, oh my God. What is this? This is amazing. Heaven. <laughs> portalette heaven. So shout out to the Porta Boys who are amazing in taping and they were amazing in our reception. So thank you to them. They were, oh, it was exactly what I wanted talaga. In terms of giving that experience, sharing a piece of our work to our friends yeah. and family. Since they never really know what's happening to us during our taping. It gives them a little look into what lives, we do. Yeah. Right? So Now I think moving from toilets, we go to food. <laughs> what a shift. <laughs> there was one thing that Mikael requested. Yeah. So aside from food. the coffee, I also wanted a halo-halo station. Matanong nga kita. Nakakain ka ba ng halo-halo ng wedding? Uy, nakakain kaya okay, ako. Okay. Isang beses. Ako din eh, mga kalahati. Yeah, na, no? yeah, yeah. So, I was so, I was so meticulous. We talked to our food supplier and I was so chill about our food. I said, yeah, no, whatever you guys want. We don't even need the steak. Just put any kind of beef <laughs> there. Any kind of chicken. Basta one beef, one chicken, one pork, one seafood. Okay na ako. Tapos yeah. kailangan may kanin. So, I was easy to talk to when it came to the food. Except for when it came to the dessert. I said, I need a halo-halo station. And I need certain ingredients in this halo-halo <laughs> station. Like, I need the red beans. I need the kidney beans. I need the nata de coco. I need the kaong that's green and the kaong that's red. I need the makapuno, the ube, the ube ice cream. I need the shaved ice. Pero kailangan yung bingsu shaved ice. Hindi yung makakapal na masakit pag kinagat mo. Okay, you need evaporated milk. You need fresh milk. Okay. Uh, Gusto ko lahat ng ingredients sinabi mo. Leche flan, garbanzos, and uh, yeah. I think that's about it. Pwede ka na magtayo ng halo-halo station. Saba. Pwede. So, I I, I mentioned all these things to the food supplier. And... uh, at ah. least they delivered. But I was that meticulous. Konti na nga lang hinihingi ko, diba? Nakakatawa lang na nirecite mo talaga. Eh. Sorry. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited when it comes to my halo-halo. And for those who love it too, you understand my joy. Okay. 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 Hold my hand. <laughs> so, there. Was, did you have any you know, um, options or requirements for food? What did you have? Um, One thing that we both agreed on was that we weren't going to have a wedding cake actually. Oh, yeah. We didn't want a wedding cake because... Who eats wedding cakes? Or if you eat wedding cakes, who finishes wedding cakes? Not everyone. But what we wanted, we wanted our favorite cakes. 
So we listed down probably like 10 of our favorite cakes, ended up with four of them. And that's what we brought to Subic. Yeah. So instead of your big wedding cakes that aren't as good as your favorite cakes anyway, we decided to just get all our all-time favorites. I think we should share what our all-time favorites are. So one thing that I remember, uh, Dulcelin's mango tart. That was one. Um, the Yulo strawberry cake. Yulo strawberry shortcake. Yeah. Um, campfire cake from Purple Oven. You also had Big Al's chocolate cake. Oh, that was my choice. Your it's favorite. my favorite. And there was another one, right? Was there? Oh, yeah. The other one were crepes. From Josie. Made by uh, the cook of my mom. She makes amazing crepes. Oh, and they were she used so to make good. them all the time when I was growing up. And they're absolutely amazing. So we had five of those cakes present in our wedding. And everybody absolutely loved them. Yeah. Like, all the messages on Facebook was like, that is, that is. Anong cake to? Anong cake to? <laughs> then they would show me the photo. I was like, ah, ito yon. Ito yon. So it was nice because. You know, it's, it's it was more practical. Yeah, you know? and everybody got to choose what kind of cake they wanted. It was more practical and there was more value in mm-hmm. it, I'd say. So yeah, that's exactly how we did our food. And Soba has transferred over to me now. For those watching the video, you'll see that. And if not, then head on over to YouTube to check out hashtag behind relationship goals on video. Now, going back to our little podcast here. While we were planning with the wedding planners, they kept asking us, what's your program? What's your program? Because we need to know for logistics. And honestly, we had a hard time because we didn't know if we wanted a program. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, I was minding Saba. Uh, at any rate, so when it came to the program, I kind of knew what parts of a traditional program I wanted Mm -hmm. and what parts I didn't want. Okay. So how about you? How did you feel about that? Well, I knew that I didn't want a traditional program because whenever I go to weddings and there's a program, I get sleepy. Yeah, I find it too long. (laughs) And one thing that we really did not want to happen was we didn't want to go hungry. Yeah. Because if we went hungry, that mean that means our guests were gonna go hungry as well. weddings. What they'll do is they'll take pictures per table and then after they take a picture, the couple takes a picture with you, that's when you go to the buffet. Or you'll play a game tapos paunahan kayo don para kayo mauna sa buffet. But nakakapagod yun. So I was like paunahan na lang kaya. Okay, wait. You know what? Let's backtrack a bit, okay? What is a normal traditional program? So what are the elements of a, tra- of a traditional wedding program? That would be... First dance. The first dance. The mother and son, father, daughter. And then maybe there's a small presentation. Yeah. And then you have the wine toasting. Cake you cutting. You have the cake cutting. And then more presentations. Speeches. And then you have the speeches. And speeches can take, wow, forever. So you have the best man speech and the maid, maid of, of honor, honor speech. Parents. You have the parents, two the couple. sets. You have the couple speech. Wow, that's already six. Yeah, sometimes people do like two entourage. Pa. And then two more. And then sometimes they open the floor to anybody who wants to talk. So you end up with maybe eight to ten people. And if that's at least five minutes of speeches and presentation, sometimes my AVP... Dude, that's at very least an hour already. And the thing is, we already knew so much about each other, about each other's families. We've had numerous conversations with each other's moms, siblings. 
and we didn't really feel the need to have speeches. Yeah, because I don't think program. I don't think there was anything that anybody could say that we didn't already talk about. Or that we didn't already know. These were people who we're so close to, who we've had so many good, intimate conversations with, that it didn't make sense for them to have to say that again. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like they would have been able to say it. It's hard giving a speech. Yeah, and then we'd figure, baka kabahan or baka ma-pressure. So we decided, wag na. We decided to just scrap it. So... There were no games, there were no speeches, mm-hmm. and our coordinators are like, "Ano nang gagawin natin?" So Megan asked for one thing to be retained, and that was, I asked for the first dance to be retained, and then that we would dance with our moms right after. So we danced to "Hooked on a Feeling." Yeah, it's from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Guardians volume of the one. Galaxy Volume One soundtrack. And it was a rendition by the band who we hired, which is Frigora, and it was absolutely amazing. It's a it fun, was so beautiful. It's a fun, funky song. And then after that, we had the first dance with our moms. And I specifically asked them to sing Mama by the Spice Girls, and it was so fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Naging sentimental nga yung moment sa akin, eh, diba? Grabe si Fofo, he would cry <laughs> every time. Like, he would cry when he danced with his mom. He cried when he danced with my mom. And I was like, how come I'm not crying? I want to cry too. Pusong <laughs> bato ka kasi. Oy, hindi o. Nag-enjoy naman ako, Fofo. <laughs> I was just so happy. Like, rather than having happy tears, I was laughing because I was so happy. Yeah, I know, I know. It was it was surprising that Bones was the one who was so fun-loving and happy-go-go during the wedding. And I was the one who was becoming vulnerable and sentimental yeah, each it's, and it's, every time. It's very unlike us. Like, nag-switch personalities kami during the wedding. Yeah. So anyway, Back to the program. So we cut out all the fat. Everything we felt that we didn't like or mm-hmm. we felt that wasn't important to us personally, we just cut it out. Yeah. And we wanted to speed things up. And then we got to the matter of the host. We were thinking, oh yeah, how do we host this? Because we didn't like it when we would ask relatives or friends to host, even though magaling sila or may mga marurunong. Because I've felt that. And it's always extra effort but even though you love the yeah. person and you're willing it's still extra effort and we just didn't want to impose that on anybody yeah we wanted all our guests to enjoy and have fun so ito yung kwento okay nakaupo na lahat ng guests namin okay we we were about to enter for the first dance but our coordinators our coordinators were saying um ma'am sir paano po natin sasabihin yan so i was looking at bones and i was like you know what why don't we just host our own wedding? Because beforehand, we were looking for hosts. And we we're like, who's going to host? Like, who's going to host the wedding? So we'd look around. And we're like, oh, parang mahal. Or parang, parang jahe kasi di naman natin kilala. And parang weird sometimes if you bring in a person who you're not close to and the person has to kind of fabricate a relationship with everyone yeah. out of thin air. That's so difficult. I know, we know how that feels. Yeah. So at that very moment, I told Fofo, tara tayo na lang. Game? Game ka? Yeah, and you know what? We're so used to it. We're so used to run and gun. We're so used to crazy emergencies while hosting events that hosting our wedding was absolutely nothing. So we told the coordinators, alam nyo, akin na yung mic. Give us the mics and right nila, now. Ano po, ma'am, sir? Ano? <laughs> and I was huh? like, kami bahala dyan. Alam namin to. Trabaho namin to eh. So we got the mics and I started with good evening, everybody. Here are your hosts, 
Mikael Dyes Young and Megan Young Dyes. And then we just come in and start the program. And it was super simple. We had so much fun. Sa totoo lang, may pagkagaguhan lang, eh, di ba? Actually, we were like, oh, first dance na. <laughs> di ba? Oh, wait. Okay, so the first part of our program is the first dance with her. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cute. And it was nice because um, one of my titas went up to me uh, just recently and she said, hey, you know what? I really loved when you guys hosted it because it was so... It was so goofy. Yeah. And it kind of started out the fun vibe. It allowed everyone to relax. Yeah. Because I, I get, I understand that in weddings, things can get a bit uptight because it's a very solemn moment. Mm-hmm. And when they saw that we were just having fun with one another and having fun with our program and we didn't really care, they were like, ah, relax. <laughs> enjoy rin tayo, diba? Let's enjoy the moment with them. So that was an unexpected reaction. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't know that was going to happen. I didn't think that people would have that reaction towards what we did. I just thought, you know, we wanted to have fun and enjoy. But it was nice that people fed off the energy that we were giving to them. Yeah. So there, that's what happened with our hosting. And I think the only other part of the program was we ate dinner. And after dinner, we had the coffee toast and the cake cutting. Yeah. So instead of wine toasting, because we love coffee, we had that one. And I think I, I think we explained that already in a previous podcast. Yeah. And Yunga, when we invited people to eat dinner, we were just like, so dinner is now served. Paunahan na lang po kayo. <laughs> oh, did we say that? I said that. Okay. Okay. I didn't say that. Bone said that. And after we had the coffee toasting and cake cutting, we opened the dance floor. We opened the bar. We had the bar come closer to the dance mm-hmm. floor and everybody enjoyed. And what time was that? 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. Yeah. So our program was done by 8 p.m. And everybody was just enjoying the night. People would go back and forth to the buffet. Because that's that's originally why I wanted to get buffet instead of yung serving. Because also from experience. I mean, a lot of things that we decided on, we got from experience. Now, when I would go to weddings, na parang may nagserve lang by plate. I'd get so hungry after, and I love eating and I love having fun and dancing. So I'd keep ordering food. Sabi ko, hindi pa magutom yung guests natin. Kailangan pa sila pabalik balik sa buffet. So that's one of the reasons why we chose the buffet. So yeah, um, that was the program. That was dinner. It started around 6, 6.15 and ended around 8, 8.30. Mm-hmm. Two hours, nobody got hungry. Everybody had fun. And then, of course, came the party. The party. How did you find the party, Bones? I'm curious. Okay. Can I just start by saying that my night started early because... Of the band. I love the band so much. I love Frigora and I will say it over and over again. I love Frigora. I love them so much. They set the mood entirely. Going back to when we were planning, they sent a list of songs that they could play. And you just had to choose a number of songs. And I was like, I'm going to choose my favorite karaoke songs. I'm not even going to ask Mofo. I'm just going to choose the songs that I like, everything that's fun. And they were like, are you, are, are you sure that you want all these like upbeat, happy songs? I'm like, yes, I want these songs. And even the guests noticed the type of songs that were played. We played like Backstreet Boys. We had Dua Lipa. We had 
Michael Jackson, etc., etc. But I was dancing early on. Wala pa ako nakakain at all, but I was dancing, going from table to table, just enjoying. So that is the vibe that was set by them, I have to say. And then the party happened. What happened? <laughs> so here we go, our party. It started around 8.15, 8.30. The problem is, Bones only remembers until around 9.30 p.m. She had way too much fun and drank way too much happiness. A lot of happiness. A lot of happiness. Really fast and really quick. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, like I... As Bones mentioned, the band was absolutely amazing and they really set the tone for the vibe of the night and how things were going. Everybody was so rowdy and full of energy. Rowdy happy, I would and say. And there were so many drinks of happiness going around. There was one whole tray of happy, shots of happiness. Of happy drinks. Happy, happy drinks. <laughs> like 30 happy drinks, I would say, on one tray. And happy drinks could consist of anything. Could be water. Could be other stuff. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> it could be yellow liquid. <laughs> oh, but at any rate, we had so much fun. Everybody was just downing all the happiness in the world. And she knocked out at 9.30 p.m. And all ah, her friends made fun of her. I for started not remembering at 9.30 and knocked out at 10.30. No, hindi ka nga umabot ng 10.30. Oh, eh. Siguro mga 10 o'clock. <laughs> 10 o'clock, binuhat na si Madam Bones out of the premises <laughs> and back to her room. And By all my friends. Up, she did not remember half of the party. Oh my gosh. When I woke up, can I just say, when I woke up, I was like, <gasps> and it started like touching my arms. I'm like, where's my dress? Why am I in pajamas? Where, where's the ring? Where, where's the ring? Where are our gifts? And then I was like, Fofo. Oh, he was right beside me. So I was like, okay, he's here. And then he's like, <laughs> But of course, so her night ended, blackout siya, no memories at around 9.30 p.m. By 10 p.m., she had passed out and she had to be brought and escorted out of the premises and back to our villa. And because I am such a good hubby, Mm -hmm. Around an hour later, I soon followed. I soon blacked out around 11 p.m. And by 12 midnight, I too had to be escorted out of the premises. And I left my memories in the reception. In the videos of our friends and photos of our friends. Honestly, we have such great friends. <laughs> yeah. So, we were Although I must say, I'm pretty sure half of my friends also left their memories in the reception. <laughs> a lot of my titos left their memories in the reception. Yeah. And it was all because of so many happy shots. <laughs> Drinks of happiness, I would call them for you know, this podcast. I didn't even think that that would happen because we don't drink happiness very often. Very often. But it was a special night. And like we said, it's really the band. The band set the mood and Ang that, saya -saya lang talaga natin. that momentum carried over. So there you go. That was our wedding reception in a nutshell. It was a short program and a short party for both of us. 
But a long party for everyone else. Everyone else super enjoyed though. Yeah. And to cap things off, okay, before we even end it, I would like to make special mention of what happened the very next morning. Because I kind of knew that there was going to be too much happiness going around yeah. during that party. So another non-negotiable that I had was to have a pancake house catered brunch. Yeah. So the very next day, we rented out a function room in a hotel. And I told everyone, guys, from 9 a.m. to 12 noon, you can come in anytime. And there will be pancake house spaghetti, fried chicken. Waffles. Waffles. Pancakes. Chocolate marble waffles. Pancakes. Chocolate chip pancakes. Iced tea. And the amazing tacos of Pancake House. Ooh, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And it was just the perfect experience to cap off the whole weekend. Because like I said, our wedding our wedding in Subic was Friday, Saturday, and, and then Sunday. Sunday morning. And it was the perfect time for us to all recollect. And our look thoughts at and our, memories. Uh, recollect our thoughts and memories <laughs> by sharing all our photos and videos and stories while we were all very dizzy and yeah. tired and sleepy. But it was so nice. Like that was one of my favorite moments coming in. Um, you had people who were fresh, people who were tired, people who came in. Like, in the same clothes yes. that they partied <laughs> in because they weren't able to get home properly. It was funny because we came in looking like zombies yeah. and went out of that breakfast feeling normal happy. Yeah, a bit better at least. Better. So I think that rounds out our wedding weekend and that caps off the wedding series of our podcasts. Yeah, I think let's just end this podcast with a couple of notes because we did have a four podcast series for the We Got Married series. We had um, the engagement, the planning, the ceremonies, and now the reception. So let's just talk a little bit about the th just notes. Okay, so what do you have to share? So for you, what are the major things that you learned in the process of getting married? Maybe like the top two. Maybe I can summarize it into one idea. And that idea would be knowing what you want and just sticking to it. I think people get into weddings and they're swayed and pressured heavily to follow traditions and follow what people say because they haven't thought about what they really want. Mm -hmm. But... If, like us, you have a chance to attend other weddings before having yours, that helps a lot. So be observant. Talk to your partner. Hey, did you like this part? Hey, did you like the food? Hey, did you like what they did here? Did you like the speeches? And talk about it. And have, have your conversations, have your arguments, have your debates. And th those will eventually help you figure out what you want. So when you're eventually faced with actual decisions for your wedding you can m be more honest with yourself and with your partner and say, ah, alam mo, that's nice, but I don't think I need it in my wedding. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because in the process of planning, the major thing that Mikael would always ask me was, is this what you really want? Or will this make you happy? Yeah, so those are the two things that you probably need to think of when you're planning a wedding. Do you have anything to share? I do, actually. Um, I think because it's such a grand event and because people 
look forward to a wedding since they're little, especially I would say for women, they really look forward to their big day. I would say don't stress out over little things. There may be things like a friend message na, what's the meaning behind your dates? And I said, there was no meaning. It was just the availability of the most important people that we needed there. And she's like, yeah, I think I might have to give up those dates. But we're constantly talking about wedding planning and your podcast has helped. So really, don't stress about small things. If a wedding date is important to you, then that's what you focus on. But if it's not super important, then you can move on to the next thing that is important. Okay. And maybe one more tip, one last piece of advice. I won't go past this anymore. Is... Be flexible. Diba? It's mm-hmm. impossible to have a perfect wedding. Just like you can't have a perfect life. Just you can't have a perfect um, day or moment. I mean, it, it, it's so difficult to control all the aspects yeah. in a whole day. So you, So instead of trying to control it, why don't you just control your reactions to changes mm-hmm. that are unexpected? So I think a very, very good example for this is we had no contingency if it rained. Yeah. It's a big thing. It like was an op- completely open. There was no shelter nearby in our wedding venue, our reception venue. And our coordinator said, Pano yan? And I was like, it's okay. Bahala na. If it rains super hard, then we don't have to But if it rains lightly and maybe we could just find shelter elsewhere for a little bit, let's delay everything. Yeah. So we were just going to figure it out then and there and bahala na what happens. There was a time that if it just so happens it rains super hard and we can't do anything, hey, we were still married. Hey, we still had to f- be together. Yeah, but I mean... That's our personalities. That's I mean, our it doesn't work for everyone. If you'll get stressed about something like that, then find a solution. But if you're like us and you're like chill or whatever, Yeah, so basically this podcast, this series of We Are Married podcasts is m- me and Megan, me and Bones, sharing our experiences and hopefully you can pick something up. This mm-hmm. isn't... Uh, this isn't a mandate. This is some. This isn't something we impose on you. Yeah. This is sharing stories in hopes that people can learn more about themselves, learn yeah. more about what they want, and hopefully, ultimately, help you plan your own wedding. Hey, I mean, hearing about other weddings and seeing other weddings has helped us plan our own because so we knew what we wanted. And we're just paying it forward through our podcast. So I hope you guys enjoyed our stories about our wedding. And we're very, very much happy to share that with you guys after enjoying it to ourselves first. Yeah. So with that, I would like to officially end the We Are Married series for the Behind Relationship Goals podcast. In the future, maybe just a little sneak preview. We will be talking about moving in together. Mm. We will be talking about Soba. Yay! How she has been a huge change and adjustment in our lifestyle (laughs) and many, 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 many other things. Thank you so much for watching the podcast and I hope you guys continue to follow us. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.